warning. Our next bit of programming could possibly induce a toxic mix of shock and nostalgia. As for why, well, two words. Roller Derby. I'm Helen Sunday. I'm Mike Riot. And we are here in sunny Caloundra. Not sunny right now, it's, it's evening, it's getting chilled, but we're here hanging out with some very cool people because we're very lucky to be joined by Vaderella at Lady Roll Derby. Yay! Yeah, I live. Finally, finally, we've been working on this interview for like freaking years. And of course, Ass and Junk, Hi. Newcastle Old Derby League. Hello. A very good friend of the show. That dulcet tones that you hear there. Yes. AJ, how you doing, sir? Um, I'm good. I'm a bit, bit of pain, which I'm sure you'll explain at some point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, other than that, I'm good. I see you're taking care of that pain with some forex. Yes, yes, yes. The lovely forex gold. Thank you, Queensland. Doesn't <laughs> that just add to the pain? No, no. It numbs it. <laughs> oh, we also wanted to mention another special guest we have hanging out. We have the lovely Storm. Oh. Who is photographicstorm.com, the roller derby photographer. Plug, shameless plug. <laughs> Always shameless. It's not as shameless as that uh, t-shirt he's been wearing all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I actually love that t-shirt. Yeah, I was like, it's, that is a freaking cool shirt. Cool. They're sold out. They're gone. Storm. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're doing things a little bit differently in this episode because we are off the cuff, no run sheet, no editing, it's just gonna be more alcohol. Yeah. Lots of alcohol. No first editing. time first time <laughs> Derby has had high fives are great on audio. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Tap the table as well, that's also awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're that's just gonna have board. a chat, keep it cash, keep it informal, we're talking about rollercon, we're gonna talk about RDX. Yeah, a little bit about the boot camp and uh, Aussie skating on the bank track. Uh, we're going to talk about an awesome game that uh, happened on the first night of Rollcon. That was the Mustachio Nuts taking on the Pussy Whips and uh, uh, went down to the last jam. But we'll talk more about that later in the episode. Alright, so Rollcon, day one, done. This is the evening after day one's finished and we're kind of chilling at Team Media Pimp House. The yeah, yeah. mansion being occupied by... Four-fifths of Evil Derby, anyway. <laughs> 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 Sunday's here, anyway, and we're just chilling, having a couple of drinks, having a barbecue, having some pork belly. <laughs> Put it in my belly, which I did. Um, and we just wanted to have a bit of a chat about day one. So, folks, what do you reckon? How was Rollercon day one? I, day think one we should, I think we should start it off with, um, so I'm going to do this here, with the, the, the of the hour. Yeah, because you've had so much to do with this, and, you know, you made this baby happen. You gave birth. Oh, God. You the reason baby. this happened. Yeah, so <laughs> let us let us. Let us the conception to birth, which or, is today. Oh without being so gross. <laughs> <laughs> the origin story, remember? I believe the origin story does start with her being drunk, though, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Flagrant <laughs> oh, false advertising. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, it was... Um, not this last one, it was the one before. So about 18 months ago, uh, I saw in the program... Rollercon Down Under is coming. And I'm like, what? 
how come no one knows about this? And so I bailed up DNN. I'm like, what do you know about roller coaster? I don't know nothing. I went and saw every coach. What do you know? What do you know? And then um, I ran into Ivana. I was like, oh, she's so busy. I won't annoy her. And I walked past her and said, hey, Barilla. I'm like, do we need to chat? She's like, yeah, I think we need to chat. Anyway, um, we made an, uh, on a sign that was posted to the, the poster board in Vegas that said, Federella, meeting, Brolicon, Australia, 10 a.m. If anyone knows her, tell her it's on. That sign then just got a little bit of graffiti on it that said, last seen at the pool, 8 a.m., drunk, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like to say that Kit Kat not only had one hen's night, but she had two hen's nights, and I hadn't been to bed. Oh. And I had had two shots of Jaeger at about 8 o'clock to prevent her <laughs> from drinking the Jaeger, because that's the kind of friend I am. You just watch out for other people. Take, take one for Take, take yeah. one yeah. 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 That's right, and um, yeah, I made that meeting. I will interject here. I have a little bit of information about said graffiti. I know who wrote it. I know. I know. <laughs> it's Shiza. Shiza Mandeli. Oh, sorry, Hannah Jennings. But yes, she did it. She dragged me in. It's always the bloody New Zealanders. Jennings. <laughs> and what was what was discussed in that meeting, if you can remember? Um, basically, that we would never be able to recreate Vegas, and that if we brought it to Australia, it would have to be a lot more training focused because Australians are hungry for shit. Like. We don't have the trainers accessible. We can't get in the car and drive, you know, down the road and see Jackie Daniels or Demanda or, you know, so. <sighs> name dropping like a freaking boom here. And it's like, oh, yeah, my sorry, Veda, you dropped this. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the, I was, you know, the party will happen naturally, but let's focus around as much training as we can put in, as much playing, you know, Australia's a big country. Let's get the shit on and, yeah, let's make something happen. Cool. So what went into the planning process? Once it was like, we're going to make it happen, how did it happen? Uh, we actually, Ivana and Trish were out here doing boot camps, and I found they were coming to Australia, so I'm like, well, I'll fly up and see you. And we got told about this venue at Caloundra. And so I went and did a site check. I was supposed to meet them, and their plane ticket had, you know how, you know, they're back in time and we're in the future. Yeah. They... It got fucked up the time that I came because they were still in Hawaii, I think, at the time. So I went and did the big side tour without Trish Nevada, without any knowledge. We hadn't really discussed anything except we, you know, were thinking of doing it. And I had to walk in uh, with the council people and that, and they're all so enthusiastic, and I just winged it, really. And then they saw it a couple of days later, and they're like, oh, yeah, this sounds good. And uh, we kind of went from there, because Caloundra, it sounds funny. I was like, what the hell, Caloundra? But it's got the beach, like we wanted to have like a, a lifestyle location where people could come and have a holiday, have a good time, hang out. And what was Australian? Beach, sunshine, craziness. So pimp house. Pimp house. Pimp house. You know. I, I, I can, I, this is the home of Card and they're the luckiest roller derby league on earth, man. This place is awesome. It's beautiful, it really is. Yeah, and also we wanted to make an impact. You know, sleepy little Caloundra has just been hit by seven hundred scantily dressed roller girls. I like to let you know one of our one of our very own chefs, Spencer, went to pick up some food or drinks today, and went, "Are you part of that roller derby?" And she was like, "Yes." I heard there was a team of transvestites. <laughs> that she went, reject shop. Oh, I might, they might be. That may have they been me in those shiny pants. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. So I think we were shaking my hand up a fair bit. Yeah, we're fascinating. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> so a lot of the people that are at RollerCon down under get to see some amazing coaches, a hell of a lot of cool challenge bouts, and hopefully a lot of them are volunteering as well. But how much work actually goes into putting something of this magnitude and scale? Like I said, it's been about an 18 month process and it's sort of slow to lead up and then the last three months um, I've been getting up at sort of five in the morning so that's the best time to catch them on email, kind of live chat and just be like frantic email, get some stuff done and then I'd go to work. So every day we'd be checking in, getting stuff sorted so it's just, it's been constant, constant but the last three months particularly it's every day. So every one of those 600 MVP classes and however many spectator classes and everyone there has Vaderella to thank? No, 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 no. <laughs> I the reason I really fought for it is I went to Vegas um, with Barrelhouse Bessie asked me, "Oh, you could skate? You want to train the league?" And I, I didn't know what the hell roller derby was. So then I saw roller con. I'm like, oh, "I should go to this and learn what the hell I'm doing." And I went to the one in I was at 2008, and that was at the Imperial. And my first experience of roller con was going to a class in a car park with 250 skaters and one coach. And it was about 40 degrees, and it was dusty and greasy, and it was just the most funnest time. And I just, that's what sort of set me up on my uh, roller con, roller derby journey. And Jeez. I really wanted to bring that back. So I'm lucky I have disposable income, but you know, I don't really, I just don't do anything. <laughs> Dispos- disposable. <laughs> but you know, for the people who can't um, bring it to Australia, you know, you still have to invest a, quite a bit of money, but it's not $5,000 to get to America and do it. So it was really important to me in my journey, and I just kind of was really passionate about bringing it here. Well, we thank you. Yes. Oh, all, all of Australian roller derby thanks you, considering the fact that you, you and other people as well, but you're the one who's most known for it. You gave us the Great Southern Slam. Yeah. And twice. Roller, twice. And roller no, it's not. I know, I know that a lot of people helped out not, with it. No, like TGSS is certainly not my thing. It is, it is the, oh, look at that. I just have been placed, sorry, this is visual. We have, like, is this pork belly? It's, 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 it's kind of crispy. It's kind of crispy. Are you going to die or something? Yeah. I'm not eating it. No, I'm definitely not taking any credit for TGSS. That is 100% Adelaide Roller Derby, 120 people putting there are some on the line and working their butts off so I'm part of that but it's certainly not my thing but yeah RollerCon I might have sparked something but it took a lot more people than me to make it happen now I'm going to throw out a question that you may not be able to answer do um, <laughs> I get a drum roll? is it going to happen again? Is it too soon for that question? Yeah. Maybe. I'm throwing it. I'm throwing that question out there. If you want to avoid it, you no, can. No, no. Well, I mean, you would have seen the Facebook post. It's been very challenging. Um, it's a lot of money. I totally understand why people were like, well, it's a lot of money. It is a lot of money because you can't recreate Vegas. And I don't think you could do RollerCon anywhere else in America for the same sort of price. And it's also being fueled by 5,000 ticket sales. So we've had so many challenges. You know, the, the American dollar is weaker. Australian dollar is kicking ass, so that's not so good for Ivan and Trish trying to make it happen here. Um, so, yeah, costs were prohibitive, and just everything in Australia is so much more expensive than what they're used to dealing with. Um, we just want to see how it goes, because we just didn't know. Like, I was so anxious and nervous last night before those doors opened today, and we'll talk about what I was presented with this morning... <laughs> 
when I was setting up registration and I had what, you know, 500 people staring at me and then... Going, a, bright eyed, bushy tail, yeah. we're ready, we're ready, we're ready. Where's the like man though? Where's the Yeah, 4.30 in the morning, killed us. But um, we'll talk about what, how AJ presented himself at registration uh, this morning before we'd even... I have to make an entrance, I have to. Oh, dude, that was I need to talk to you about becoming a professional wrestler yeah. and entrances like that. You've got a career on Yeah, I've never quite seen an entrance like that. It was quite spectacular. I was, um, I was volunteering today and I happened to have the first shift in the volunteer box and... I was witness to everybody lining up for the first classes of the day and finding out what, what's track one, what's track two, and that sort of got changed around a fair bit. But, you know, I have to admit, at the beginning, it seemed a little bit unorganized and I was a little bit scared, but then it sorted itself out. And everybody was so supportive and everybody listened and yeah. did what they had to do. They listened to the dicks, they listened to the volunteers, and they just did what they had to do, and it fucking worked. Yeah. Mm. And I've been, like, I got to go to Vegas this year. And I saw the people pushing in line, and I saw the craziness, and I didn't... I felt it for a little while here, but I didn't feel it at all the rest of the day. Yeah. Did you feel like it was really chill? Oh, yeah. yeah. To the start of the day, everyone was kind of everywhere. But as soon as people like, right, you can't be past that red line, every time I walk past, nobody there. Is that an and Aussie I, thing? I don't know, but I remember <laughs> in Vegas how many times they had to tell people... Oh, I don't remember the, I don't remember the volunteer's way. name, but she... <laughs> She was one of the main dicks of the day. She wore I a cap. Oh, I love. Yeah. She went. Um, she started off being really sweet, going, "Hey guys, no. could you just stay out yeah. of the way." No, no, she no. went, "Please, <laughs> just move, just move." Yeah, melons. We love you, melons. Oh, it's like I don't know you, but I love you. You, you're fucking amazing, and helped me with so many questions. So the answer to your question is: if Australia wants it to come back. It's definitely high on the cards if, you know, it was very much, you know, we rolled the dice and it's like, okay, it's either going to work or it's going to be, you know, spectacular, you know, <laughs> failure, but I think, yeah, I think, I think day one, pretty, pretty pleased with day one. Yep. And so if Australia wants it back, we're the ones that have to make it happen. So, you know. What has the reception been? What have people said to you? Hard for me because I'm on um, registration, so I... You know, I have had to turn away a lot of people who were hoping to buy tickets and things like that. So that's why I'm here tonight because I wanted to get a scope of, you know, how day one went because my head has been that person at the front door being like, you know, the, the guard door bitch basically. So let's quickly do a, a, a roll call then. We'll awesome. Around to see how, what did you think of it, man? Well, like I just mentioned, I was um, volunteering at the volunteer shift of the day. I loved volunteering. I felt in control. I felt like I was boss, which I like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah, it's like I said, it, was, it felt a little bit unorganized in the beginning, but then it just sorted itself out and people just listened and just did what they fucking had to do. And yeah, okay, it was a little bit cramped, but this is our first roller kind of everybody understood that and we're just going to make it work and try our very best to have this happen again. And everybody feels that. I loved it. It was really cool to see people I really admire, like the man that was hanging out sitting behind me and I was like, holy shit, she's sitting behind me. <laughs> and it just, yeah, it, it just, it felt like a very, very nice family spirit. I really enjoyed the first day. And the, the challenge about to be sick. <laughs> yes. And all? Yeah, I felt like, um, but it was very much like Vegas. When we first got in the door, everyone was just everywhere and there was nowhere to move. But once people yeah. worked out how the tickets worked, and obviously the people who were at Vegas were like, oh, this is a piece of cake, we don't want to do whatever. Um, but for all the people that weren't, they were just like, what's going on? What's going on? 
water. I have to wait two hours for a ticket. Yeah, they they what, were freaking out yeah, about they that. they were freaking out. But I think once everyone was like, okay, this makes sense. I can basically only do a class once every four hours. I think we worked out in Vegas and all this sort of thing. Um, everyone was chill about it. And it was no not cluttered. Not anything for the rest of the day, and everyone just hey in the car. Well, people hey. people realize like everybody walks into RollerCon going, I'm going to skate like every fucking class back to back. I'm going to do the skating realistically. Nobody can skate like four fucking hours in a row in those hardcore conditions and this heat. Yeah, eighty five percent humidity I reckon at the moment. Oh. Nobody can do it. So when they realize I can only do two classes a day. Pushing a three, if you know someone with a fucking coupon slide, a jumper Vegas. card thing, then you're like, okay, that's that's enough for me. And you yeah. can't be greedy as well. You've got to share the love, share it with everybody, A, B's and C's. Yeah. I think today it ran really smoothly. Like you said, everyone was a little bit confused in the morning, but it settled down and everyone kind of realized what needed to be done and it was good. Yeah. yeah. And Helen Sunder, you, you have uh, the honor of being... The captain of one of the first oh. two teams to uh, play at <laughs> yeah. RollerCon Australia. The floor. Yeah. How, how was that? Oh, I had a panic attack at Coles yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I went, oh my god, it's third. Wait, no, tomorrow's. Fr- oh my god, <laughs> it's the first RollerCon in Australia, and I'm the captain of the team playing on the track in the first bout, and I'm started to do the heavy breathing thing, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god. And then, yeah, no, it was great. And the amount of people watching was really good as well. It was nice to see people supporting. Excellent. I, I had the uh, honour of getting to call that with Honest Dave. And uh, it's actually the first time me and Honest Dave had actually ever called a match together. Really? Yeah. Um, no just because of uh, the way schedules had run. Uh, we met for the first time almost to the day a year ago at World Cup. And unfortunately... With the way, because we were the only two non-North American announcers at World Cup, I got to call the stream call for all the Australian games where he was doing the house and vice versa. He got to call all the stream call for New Zealand where I was doing the house and we never actually got to call a game together. So that was really fun. And, um, you know, I, I really enjoyed it because for me, uh, that first game really just slipped into I got given a mic, Dave got given a mic, we just made some jokes, pulled some shit, it was, uh, it was really fun, we made, uh, we made some jokes about carnivores and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and it just felt, it felt like we'd been doing this for years and uh, that's what I kind of really love about, um, Rollercon. I went to Rollercon in 2011 when, uh, the sort of seeds for, for Rollercon Australia got, uh, got first pushed out there and I remember I was, Super nervous about calling games at Rollercon because I'm like, I'm this little, I'm this little announcer from New Zealand. I've never actually announced in front of people who know the rules. <laughs> like I've only ever announced in front of people who are who are sort of new to Derby. And so I, the night before I called my first game at Rollercon in Vegas, I was like hanging out with Derby D's. I was hanging out with Dunchuck, and I was like, I don't know if I can do this because I don't because I think people are going to fucking think I'm a fraud or something. And fucking Dunchuck was like, fucking just have fun, man. And and I got to fucking talk to a new announcer today, and that's the exact same advice I gave to her. And you know, she uh, she called two or three games in a row doing sponsor call, and she got better over the three games. And that's what I love about Rollercon, whether it's here in Australia and Vegas. It's just a great 
place that you can... You feel nervous because you're actually surrounded by derby people, and I imagine fresh meat skaters and new skaters get the same feeling. Um, but when you actually get in there, everyone wants everyone to get better, and that's what I love about Rollercon is that this is where you can fucking go out and uh, learn and you know make mistakes, and no one's going to judge you, and no one's going to. Or well, they're going to push you. That's the that's the special part about the about Rollercon. Like you get. You get pushed out of your comfort zone enough where you go, oh, well, maybe I can do this. Yeah. Maybe this whole time where I've been scared to try to, like a certain thing, I can actually just give it a go. And, you know, like, everybody's the same. Or mm-hmm. every, someone's a little bit better than me or not as good as me or, or whatever, and they just learn together. I think Ivana put it best about a month ago. And then it was, like, bombarding us with questions like, how's it going to run? And she's like, whoa. This isn't about entertaining you guys. This is you guys. This is peer-run roller derby. Like, Vegas started out with a bunch of friends from all over America. Like, hey, let's hang out in Vegas. And that's how, you know, RollerCon started. Let's play with each other. We can see each other. So it's peer-run, peer-coaching, hanging out, talking to people, having a go. Safe environment. Like, this is... Give it a go. Try it. Because it could be fun. That's what I actually thought about the first day is that TGSS was an intense twelve-hour day, mm. and it was a tournament. And I came up here. This is the only holiday I'm going to have with my wife this year. And I sort of said, I don't have to be at every single thing. I'm just going to do what I want to do and yep. come back to sit, sit by the pool and yep. go back and relax and call one bout if I can. And if not, fuck it. I'm watching some awesome derby. And I got to see so many girls that. I don't know who they are. I don't know which league they skate with. I'm like, she's really good. I go, who is this, you know, skater that I haven't seen before? And just seeing all these different mixes. Like, when we were calling the Kusumis about, which we'll get to a little bit later, I was like, right now, Quadzilla from um, Washington is about, like, jamming against Cookie Carter. And then there's Fake <laughs> Vaderella from Victoria. Kieran Duncan from Auckland, and there's just so much mixed in in this one bout, and it's only in Rollercon. And then there was this one guy with one eye. (laughs) One eye. Yeah, there was a pirate. There was a pirate on the Uh, track. Did you see the pirate? I saw the pirate. Now, as far as Vader hinted at it before, but to get someone's perspective on the first day of Rollercon, I think we saved one of the best for the world. Yeah. 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 A hell of an interest in AJ. Um, all right, well, first off, I'll say the good things that I've loved about this so far. Like, number one, meeting all the people. You don't get to see that very often. Because yeah. mm-hmm. Australia is ridiculously big, and you don't get to see all your friends from Queensland or Victoria or South Australia, or New Zealand, Western Australia. This is the first time the whole Weevil Derby crew have actually been together to record. Yes. But we miss you, Silla. Yeah, we're yeah, actually there. We missing Silla, our part-time. Um, another thing I really love about this type of event like it kind of happened at TGSS but if, um, getting the guys in and having a go because the guys don't get to play that often because we're busy refereeing and all that kind of stuff which is fine that's what we should do it's a woman's sport let's play it but um, it was very fun getting the guys in there just getting, getting it out of the system letting us belt the shit out of each other and then letting us play against the females which is amazing because they beat the crap out of us it's fantastic um, that, yeah, that. but then on the other note my entrance <laughs> uh, was uh, that was 
to do that. Okay. What attacked you? Um, <laughs> was it drop I've been telling everyone that um that my wife pushed me off uh, the balcony last night. <laughs> you ran into the door. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what actually happened was we were skating to the venue at about seven thirty this morning, and when I was around fifty meters from the front door. Um, a pebble attacked my roller skates <laughs> and introduced my face to the floor. So the pebble was the name of a skater. No, no, no. Pebbles are a rock about yeah, a no, centimetre big and introduced my face to the floor. And I've, stu- I've stood up and I've had a bandana on and I've got, I was taking my bandana off and I felt sweat running down the side of my face. And there was a guy next to me and he's seen it happen and I've turned to him and I've gone, like, is it bad? <laughs> and he snatched my bandana out of my hand and just jammed it on my head and gone, hold that there. <laughs> Seriously. I've gone, what? I've taken it off and the bandana, which is the roller coin mine, which is fluoro orange and white and stuff, it was just red. And I realised that I, my head was pissing out with blood. So we went, oh, I better go in, see the medic kind of thing. Walked out the front door and the first person we see at the front door is Vaderella. And the look on her face when I've when I gone, I need a medic sort of thing, taking the bandana off, she's just white face and it was like, hilarious. Do you have insurance? <laughs> and um case not covered. I, I do Disclaimer. I I have come up with a bonus like of I am the first person to hurt myself at roller derby uh, rollercon down under. Yes. Before the doors even open. Before the doors even open. So yeah, so <laughs> went in and the awesome St. John's guy, he was cleaned it up for me, all kind of stuff. Headed up to the hospital, sat at the hospital for about three hours and ended up getting six stitches in my eyebrow. And then came on and played three bouts. Ew, high four. I'm hoping that maybe now it might mean some derby girls out there might not think he's so fucking hot all the time. You're like, yes, I'm here. I got this at Rollercon. At the first Rollercon. The mean streets of Kalanda. We were talking about the mean streets of Kalanda yesterday. Dude, seriously. So it was fun. Absolutely. And then you busted out a couple of bouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Busted out a couple of co-eds. All three of them were co-eds. And it was extremely fun. Funny that co-eds were playing. Got to play. Got to play some amazing skaters that was like people I've never even seen before. I just said like, and then just all of a sudden like, hi, I'm awesome, and <laughs> not me then. <laughs> I, am, I am awesome. That's actually what we name And you also benched a pretty a pretty important game today. So I, I did. Yes, it was a game which I wanted to make it happen actually, for a I want long to point time. This out. It's the first interview Viva La Derby did with you when we travelled up to Newcastle and Nigel's car broke down all the way back to Sydney. It took us oh. what usually the two hour trip. Two about four six hours. Six hours. It took us six hours. And it was, the first, it was the first real conversation we ever had with it cost you. Cost me about four grand. Yeah. <laughs> and you I've got this idea, I want to do state of origin. And I went, fuck, what do we sign? And I it's been two years. Haven't seen it happen. But today, <laughs> it happened. And what was the result? Um, New South Wales won. Yeah. 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 Um, I think, I believe the score was a hundred and... 
20-ish to about 30-something. South Wales. Stuck in Queensland. Okay. Um. So as a, a New South Welshman in Queensland, <laughs> this is the greatest day of my life. <laughs> so hopefully somewhere down the track we're going to try and turn it in. I want it, I want it to turn in. I've been talking to some people from um, SRDL and all that kind of thing. We want to try and make it into um, a bigger event and literally have it in a kind of stadium-ish sort of thing and um, still try and keep it co-ed if we can, but I'd be fine with it being an all-female bout because that would be an unbelievable thing to bench manage, well, which <coughs> I'd like to do. Viva La Derby are on fucking ball. <laughs> whatever you need. So essentially it'll be like the Victoria Adelaide skate of origin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But the, the Only way better. The but the real, real one. The real no, skate real. of origin. Cockroaches versus toads. Yeah. Yeah. versus maroons. <sighs> For those people from New Zealand, <laughs> you mean from New Zealand who are the current world champions at rugby league? Fuck it, bitches. Meanwhile, back in roller derby. Oh yeah, we were there's a lot of challenge bouts that happen. Obviously, throughout the day, there's training going on, there's seminars going on, there's challenge bouts going on. But each day of Rollercon this year in, uh, down under, there is a main event yes. bout each evening, which is a full length bout, full rules, like timeouts, everything, which doesn't happen in the challenge bouts. And today was the Pussy Whips versus Mustache Bats. And before we get into this, one of the very cool things that. I didn't expect to happen at Rollercon Australia, but thanks to uh, to Rollercon and the efforts of Video Bob, DNN actually str- is streaming all three of the main main event uh, bouts. I didn't even know that. That's so we, cool. ha- I was um, on, on on Facebook. On the Facebook, on the Facebooks, and I saw I saw a heap of people going. I'm watching Pussy Whips versus Pistachio Nuts, and this is fucking awesome on DNA. Did they also say tell that guy to shut the fuck up? No, they did not say anything about the announcing, but I will check back. Um, but they were just wrapped that you know. Not everybody can make it to Caloundra. That's that's understandable. It's not. It's not accessible to everyone, which is cool. But they at least have to experience a little bit of it, which is yeah. nice. And yeah. one of the one of the things that's going to be really amazing for um, for me personally is that on Sunday night I actually get to announce on DNN oh, the first ever New Zealand versus Australia yeah, game. That's going to be exciting. That's going to be. Epic. That's a great way to finish because you know we really. Rollercon Australia is also Rollercon New Zealand. Right? Really, well, there might as well be Australia, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, ignoring <laughs> <laughs> that. No, no, I, no, I totally, no, I totally agree with you guys. I mean, one of one of the amazing things when I went to Vegas was just how cool the Aussies were to us Kiwis. How we um, we like hung out at the cabana. We um, kind of got... Um, got dobbed in on, you know, posters. It got dobbed in on posters. <laughs> Vader Rellum probably doesn't even remember that she gave me a free um, Budgie Smugglers t-shirt. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and we just had a great time, and I met a lot of a lot of Aussies who I'm good friends with now. This is the first time I met Godzilla, um, and uh, I, I do... Th- I, I consider Roller Derby Down Under, I, I don't really... Look at Australia and New Zealand. I think we're we're kind of like we're both down under. We're both down under. We, I mean, we have to be if we want this sport to grow in this part of the world. We have to work together. Yeah, one of one of the most wonderful things that happened this year was the uh, the inception of Nardle. Oh, oh yeah, Nardle, Nardle, Nardle. 
quite possibly the loudest cheer squad. You can thank God Jill for that cheer. That's her baby. She does it everywhere. It even popped up at RDX. Because I never really know yes. where you are. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm so quiet. No, yeah, there's the fluoro yellow Newcastle jackets. Oh, these jackets are what a pinch. Oh, they are so pimp. But um, bringing it back to, of course, Sorry. this game uh, tonight, Pussy Whips, Mustachio Nuts. We've got actually two players and uh, I'm sorry, a player and a bench manager from the game. Fade around. She, she and me, I even said that to her on the bench when I turned around and Vaderella was jamming. And I've turned around and gone, it's amazing that you can jam and bench manage what? at the same time. Being so organised and being a woman and she can multitask. Yeah, absolutely. With the Sith, there can only be two. Ah. <laughs> so, before we get into the game, can you explain fake Vaderella? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I fought so hard, I was like, alright, if I have anything to do with this roller con, Pussy Whips, Mustache Nuts game is happening. So I'm like, okay, you've got your team awesome and your team sexy. This is the Australian version. Yeah. And Australia. Australia. And if there's one thing I'm going to make happen, it's going to be the rematch of this game. Because the last one went to double overtime, we called it a draw because we were half an hour overtime and we were supposed to be the warm-up act and we kind of killed it for the next team. <laughs> Sorry, Pips. Um, so yeah, that was, I pushed and pushed and pushed and Panic got on board and I was like, right, Panic, let's make this happen. And I was supposed to skate, but my head, just being out in the sun doing the registration and the lead up, I just, I wasn't safe. And I pulled myself today and Mel had contacted me ages ago going, oh, I really want this pussy whip roster. And we always honoured the people who'd already done it and she didn't make the call, but she was the next person on the line. And so I was like, no, will you skate? I just, yeah, I couldn't do it. She's like, can I wear your top and skate as you? And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I've never looked so good jamming. <laughs> so I, um, Karina, you called this game. I was on the house call. So right, tell me, oh yes, you're on DNM. Uh, what was the combination of names you came up with? <laughs> There's a few different ones. Let's well, go through them. At first I called them Mad Millerina. And she shook her hand and went, no, no, no. Yeah, and I was like, oh, it's Vaderella. Then it was Mad Vaderella, and then it was Mad Melarina Vaderella, and Mad Melinda Vaderella. <laughs> Bad Jamma. I did it now with like Ramit Dangly Long Going and going and going, the longer the better. Um, Ew. <laughs> I think it ended up being Mad Vaderella Arena or something. Yeah. That was my favourite one. That was by far my favourite yeah. one. On DNA, it was just fake Vader. <laughs> <laughs> Fake Vader did a great job. Fake yeah. Vader did a great job. He kicked ass. Uh, so this, what you Yeah. I, I just adored it. Like, oh, I promised, because the I was like, oh, will it be good? Like, are you going to have a good game? Will the crowd get into it? And I'm like, seriously. You just have yeah, to. Yeah, little feet. You know, yeah. And she's like, oh, can I play it? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. That means they get quiet. Okay, we'll do this. Um, it was so good. It was everything I wanted. It was just highly skilled, crazy shit happening, hard hitting, fast. Like my husband is like, that was so fast. He was a jam worker. He hates me now. Um, <laughs> it was fun. Like we had heaps of fun. We were really playing it up. I was like, you know, harassing all anyone in sundry dancing. Yeah. yeah. So I saw a bit of air humping. I did some air humping. Yeah. You got to do whatever. You got to lift the spirits. Team. There, there was some flashing as well. Oh. oh. 
Thank you, Dennis Chopper, for yes. the movie Flash. That's, that's, that's it's not about without Dennis Chopper. I said um, on the mic that she was doing a little bit of a dance, you know, shaking her ass a little bit. And I said, it's funny that her number is actually 8008. Yeah. And it should, it should be something more towards. So she just turned around and. Hello. I was like, alright, thank you, Jennifer. <laughs> and also on the DNA call, uh, call that. That's the Barrel House Bitsy. <laughs> <laughs> we actually turned to video bomb and said, mate, did you get that? You got that right one. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got that. That's the thumbnail word that's going to be archived. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the other side of the track was the Mustachio Nuts um, in the blue, the boys in blue. AJ, you were lucky enough to skate with the guys. I was, I was, yeah. It was my first time skating with them. I, I was originally meant to skate with them the first, the original incarnation of the Mustachio Nuts at the first TGSS, but I uh, ended up playing for the Breath Bangers, which is now the Pussy Whips, yeah. and uh, it was entertaining as hell, but this one was just... That first game was sloppy as hell. This one was amazing. Off the chops. Every single player on that track knew what they were doing, which is very rare for males on roller derby. But we all, I like everyone, say that. everyone knew what we were doing. Everyone done their jobs. Everyone positioning. It was, and it was just an amazing game to play. And like, I honestly had so much adrenaline going the whole time, constantly smiling. Everyone kept asking me if I was okay. I'm like, let's go. This is fantastic. Hulk smash. It was half time and you sort of slid over and you had taken, I'd seen obviously your entrance. That was that fall. Yes, and then yes. I saw you take a fall in the pop Hulk stars versus yes. rock stars, whatever it was. Yeah, knee pad slip, knee hit ground. I didn't yeah, you fell over because you were yeah. <laughs> or your lack of the of shorts. I'd like to think I'd duel sold separately for those shorts. <laughs> oh God. They were, were they were they literally sold separately? They were no, they're, they're pussy whip shorts. Oh, Lord. Oh. Shiny silver baby, yeah. <laughs> as I as I pulled those shorts on DNN, they were the mirror ball effect. Uh, <laughs> There may, have, there may have been a ball effect oh, there once or twice. I, I saw you take a bit of a tumble. It didn't look too serious, but your reaction was fairly serious. You took a bit of a, a tanty, let's just put it that way. You took your, your pivot panty and you were like, nah. And I thought you were. I thought you were actually hurt. And I went, oh no, the combination of the morning, now this. I went, how's he going to go in, in the mustache night? And you, you made it. You, you took it out there. So I was a little bit worried about you, but you seemed to be composed. Oh, well, my first, the, the first one when I went down, my knee pad slipped off and my knee contacted the ground first. I've got really bad knees from playing ice hockey as it is all my life. But um, it kind of it wasn't, didn't really hurt it. It was just more of the shock. Sort of thing. I've gone down. It's hit and it's uh, sort of rolled off the track, so the yeah. didn't get called off. And I've gotten up and stumbled back, laid on the ground, and uh, tried to make it go. But, but it got better after about a jam. Well, no, what yeah. I think was the initial shock was that your wifey, Danger Ass, like ran out, and I went, "Oh fuck, if the wifey's out, something serious." And she's gone down. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And no, you're fine. She just kicked him. Yeah, he's still good. Yeah, yeah, he's good. You're right. Yeah, you're good. Get up. <laughs> she pushed me off the balcony last night, anyway. So <laughs> So the way the bout played out was that it started out very quickly in favour of Mustachio Nuts. Most of the back of some pretty amazing jam from a guy who's probably an up-and-comer in the derby scene, yeah. is Quadzilla. Yeah, he's not very nice. Who's that guy? What? He might be alright one day. He's got some skills. Um, it's amazing that he only lived escape two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> I used that uh, old Spike Lee Michael Jordan comment, it must be the skates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh... Um, I, I, I was going to call them clown shoes, but I thought <laughs> oh. since they're one of the sponsors, we've been enough. <laughs> um, 
They got it to him very quickly oh, off yeah. the back of a few jams from Quadzilla as the first half also, And Hibijibi. And Hibijibi. Hibijibi was actually the first gem on. And he is, he is fast. Yeah, like like he like balls. like he is super fast. I also have a corner too. I also am a big 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 fan of Mr G. I've seen him. This G-Man. is the G Man. Yeah. Sorry, G Man. Mr G Man. I've seen him. This is the second or third time I've seen him play, and I'm just he's always smiling. He just always seems so fucking into it. And he just kills people. I'd actually, I'd actually like people. to give G Man props because he played in every single bout that a male was allowed to play in today. Really, he just every he single bout. I love him. I love him, and yeah. I really want to be him. He is a machine. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And he's the nicest guy on earth. Seriously, yeah. you look at him. He he's like so that guy wants to kill bears. But he's a school. But then you meet him and he's like, oh, takes them to dinner. <laughs> very, very nice. Takes bears to dinner. G Man is funny. He's a primary school teacher. No, no. So you look at him and you think, oh my god, he's a Wookiee. <laughs> because he's like, and then you meet him and he's like, yeah, I'm a primary school teacher. And you just go, what the? Are you serious? And he oh, is. Like, chicks just smell. Chicks are dying. Oh. It's crazy. Oh my god. And he has all these cute puppies and Oh and his dog. She still works at a shelter and yeah. rescues orphans. Yes. <laughs> He's amazing. In his spare time he knits with the baskets as well. Oh I for the poor. For the poor, right? Yeah. As the first half progressed, the ascendancy sort of drifted more towards the pussy leaves and some awesome really awesome jam as well. From fake Federella. Um, and it went into oranges about 70 points up okay. for the pussy. I, I believe it was about 70 points with oranges. Yeah, yeah, 70 points up. I thought we, I thought the pussies were sitting pretty. No, never, never, you can never be sitting pretty. I was, I was feeling pretty cocky, man. Yeah. <laughs> what was the talk like at halftime? It was good, we were just, um, we were holding Quadzilla, you know, he was still scoring heaps, but, you know, we were having a successful time of sort of holding him back, and he was kind of getting caught up in all his, I'm just going to keep twirling and twirling and twirling, and yet you are, and then our Jenner would, would come around and get a couple of points off the back, and it was like, yeah, yeah 12, 12, 12, he'll get a quarter, yeah, cool, call it. Yeah, I think limiting to, like, you can't you can't stop, oh, no. as long as you can try to limit it, yeah. play a little bit, and he was getting most of only, four points. You can yeah. only hope to maintain, yeah. Four points, four points, four points, four points, and which is much better than twenty points at yeah, a time. Yeah. So that was that was doing really good. Going into the halftime on the moustache on that side, what was the, the chat um, like? Pretty much, the chat was along the lines of we had to stop their jammers, like we had to stop fake Vaderella, Cookie. Um, cookie. I love that. Sorry, um, Cookie today during the um, Mortal Wombat Hungry Dingoes. Something happened, she had a bit of a stack and chucked the tanty, just chucked her glasses. Really? She could not see and continue to jam. They broke. They actually broke. They broke. Well, I saw her throw her glasses off the track and continue to jam, and I instantly fell up. <laughs> pretty, yeah, pretty much the talk, so, uh, talk was along the lines of we had to stop their jams from getting through, and it was along the lines of like, don't worry about the blockers. Um, We've got to get all those jams, and a big problem we had in the first half, especially after those couple of good jams we had at the start, um, before the pussy whip started to whoop us, was um, we were trying to do big hits and trying to rattle the girls, but it wasn't really working. <laughs> so at, at half at time, it was along the like, especially Quadzilla. Yeah, <laughs> Quadzilla came in. He's gone like, you've got, we've got to stop hitting them. Just block. 
block, 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 booty block, booty block. Don't try and hit him out. It's booty block, booty block. And that was pretty much the essence of what we we're talking about. Yeah. Half time. yeah. Well, that seems to work. Whatever was said, and you took it on board because going into the second half, a bit of a. I asked um, bench coach for the nuts, Ivy Anarchy. Was it actually intentional strategy to have referential Brendan Lodge not jam at all in the first half? And just jam the shit out of him in the second. Yeah, I, I want to give that man props. And she oh, said it absolutely was her strategy to keep him in the pack and then jam him in the second. And, and it seemed to work because he just put the nuts on his shoulders and <laughs> <laughs> went nuts like crazy around that day. Yeah. Um, I, 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 have to, I have to speak up here because Brendan uh, Lodge is actually my coach at um, Auckland Men's Roller Derby and um, nicest guy in Roller Derby. And um, he just loves any chance he gets to play. And um, he played he played a few games earlier in the day, um, and been on the on the losing side of the ledger against his derby husband, uh, Kieran Duncan. And uh, and uh, I th- uh, the Mustachio Nuts was the first time they got to play together, and I I think they really really um. Brought it in that game. Both both Karen and and Brendan did a great job, especially Brendan in the second half. Uh, and um, you got to actually give credit to how good Brendan plays to Alicia Elizabeth Smith and Hannah Jennings because he's been doing, he's been doing scrimmage with ARDL and also the rest of ARDL. Uh, and uh, they don't they don't fucking go easy on those guys. And they and uh, and uh, and it's re- it really shows that they. They stepped up today and fucking well done to them. 70 points at half time, clawing it back very slowly throughout the course of the bout, and it ended up getting to the last six minutes within about, I think it was eight points, or no, three points at one point. And there, and there was actually a stretch in that second half where, uh, the Pussy Whips didn't score for, I think, five, five, five to six jams in a row. They, they were stuck on 151 and, in that time, uh, the Mustachio Nuts put on about 30 points to, to bring it level at 151 apiece. What was going through the <laughs> bench coach's mind over at the Pussywick side of the, the coin there? All our jammers were on three. So, bring on new miners! <laughs> yeah. And that was really what That's what happened. Them. It's yeah. what happened. We got to about um, halfway through the last half and every single jam was on three. So then you saw people who don't normally jam, like, we just have to go out. We just have to go out. And that's, yeah, that just that killed our momentum. Coming into the last three minutes, it was tied, I think. Or it might have been three points up for the, the Pussy Whips. And um, Fake Vaderella, Mad Melorina, Mad Melorina Vaderella, um, <laughs> however you say it, had three minors, and she said, fuck it, I'll jam anyway. And they talk about in basketball, clutch. Or like, right. yeah, under pressure to, at, at the end of the game, who you want on the line, and she just busted out a huge jam for the Pussy Whips, bringing it out to 10 points, going into the final jam, thinking maybe 10 points might be enough. Um, but from the Mustache Nuts side, Heebie-Jeebie. Heebie-Jeebie and quite honestly, I just looked at the pack, man. Yeah. Fuck. Heebie-Jeebie stepped up to the jam line against fuck. Vanessa Fredgrave, and... Just, I think the sheer size of the ma- the packs of the the men against Vanessa. Yeah, it was a tiny pack. We put out a tiny. I, I looked yeah. at the lineup and I just went, "I'm sorry, lady." I remember, I remember hearing the announcers go, 
We probably got two jams left and the jam started and then you honestly saw it go, no, there's only one jam left. And I, the, the friends we made at Ball Concert and next to us were like, that's it, it's over. I'm like, no, it can't be over, they're going to make it. And you just saw it happen. It ended up being Hebe Jeebe winning in that final jam, five points only separating the two teams. Crowd goes nuts, it all finished up. Five points for the for the day one done and dusted. How do you feel after just an amazing day? Like elated, that? like that was just the best way to cap off day one. And I, total props to the nuts, man. It was a great fucking game, and couldn't be happier. And just the crowd engagement—that's how we wanted. It was just the energy. It was just so fast, and everyone, like you see, the nuts wear those light blue shirts. Saturated man, you could ring that shit out and create. I, I, I kind of really do feel sorry for some of those females because a lot of the about more Very than three spitty. quarters Very of the mustachio nut shirts started off light blue and ended up dark blue. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was, I was wearing a bandana under my helmet and I lip, took it off and I could have filled yeah. up my two litre drink bottle with that thing. And, and, then, and then I went around and hugged them all and I was like, <laughs> I made sure, sure first thing I did was go to the and. <laughs> Well, one of the plays was the backwards skating, just chest blocking. I'm like, they're going to want to avoid all the sweat. <laughs> <laughs> all the things, yeah. yeah. But it was a hell of a mount. Yeah, it was and everything it was awesome we wanted. Calls, awesome to be there. Everything we promised. I'm wearing there. a pussy whip shirt as we speak. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Thanks for points. Sex trader. Those points. To my um, but I'm sure the majority of that crowd would have wanted the whips. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. I just think people wanted a good game, and they, they anyone who's yeah. been to these games, it's always been a really fantastic. And I was calling it. You can never miss a pustachio game. Ew. <laughs> what I want to know: Will there be another meeting? Oh fuck yes! We're already planning. We're already planning. If the heavens allow. Yeah. No, we're already planning. We're going to do another one early next year, hopefully. Yeah. So what's the main bout for tomorrow? What, what's, what's going on tomorrow? It's a big bout. Big traditional. Traditional derby yeah. bout uh, that's seen all over the world, yeah. and uh, yeah. I'll let Peter Ellis tell, tell you about it. Okay. It's, it's important. This is this is the tip to you know tipping our tipping uh, tipping our jammer hats to um, to Vegas. One of the greatest matchups is um, the Virginia regime versus the Cork Cork Suckers. So he's saying, and um, it's always a. a Fantastic game. The rivalry is just intense, and I got to see. I think it's the first time I've seen the, the Corksuckers actually beat Virginia Regine this year in, in Vegas, yeah. and it was just the most like of all the bouts I've ever seen. I think that was the most exciting, skilled, like just shit getting thrown from everywhere. It was just, and, and there was like you know dancing vaginas. There was like the most incredible, incredible cheer squad. <laughs> So I reckon the Virginia regime are going to come up with something special to, you know, Australian style down under, you know. Oh, Mappas Hazzy. Mappas is coming out. Oh, has to be a Rainbows. <laughs> Rainbows vomiting unicorns. It'd be amazing. I've been told by um, a crew of the home from Ghost Point that I am the only male that purchased a cork suckers shirt. <laughs> so I'm going to be rocking the bright pink. That's awesome. Phallic you symbol. are comfortable in your sexuality. So yeah, it's it is a homage, homage to um, our Vegas sisters on the traditional bout of all bouts. So I'm very excited to see the down under version of Virgin versus. What time is that on? 
Yeah, all games, all these uh, full length bouts are seven o'clock every night. So that one I'm going to be screaming. It's going to be right. And then of course there's the after party. Yes. Yeah. Highlighted in my <laughs> Highlight. <laughs> Mini rainbows. Now just um, changing it up a little bit. We were going to talk about onions. Yeah, we're going to, because since we have, uh, since we have AJ here, um, who, I'll go grab her. And, uh, and also Danger Ass is, uh, yes, around the oh, media she's house or something. Yeah, she walks down. We were going to go for a walk. That's right. Sorry. Well, well, we, we can do a little bit of a, a lead into it. Yeah, yeah um, of course, we've talked about RDX a lot, I don't know if people have heard it before. You would not have heard it yet. <laughs> you might have heard it because we have no idea when this is going to come out. Um, but of course this is a big thing that uh, was also happening around this time uh, with uh, RDX coming out, doing three bouts across Australia. Um, and one of, the, one of the things that we really thought was quite positive about it was uh, the idea of them bringing in the boot camp and bringing in the Australian skaters and letting Living skaters who haven't had a chance to travel to North America and skate a band track actually try out, not only try skating on the band track, but also get into a boot camp and have the opportunity to possibly play in either LADD or Gotham. And, uh, and, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Dangerous has uh, just joined us. Uh, welcome. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Excellent. So the, the three RDX bouts took place: Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, Gotham. Taking out each one of those flat track over for the first track. time. First time well. that actually against BLADD, and it was a hell of a thing to happen on our shores. But leading up to that, as Mike said, they were going to invite Australian skaters to participate as part of the teams LADD and Gotham. And in order to pick and select who was going to skate, they actually put on. So a boot camp that in, included some of Australia's best. 40, 45 Australian skaters, I believe it was. It was from, 54 of them in the end. Yeah. Mostly from the East Coast. Adelaide not included. Oh, why she want to bring... Why she want to bring that up? But from a lot of Victorian ones, Canberra, Sydney, obviously up to Queensland as well, where the bouts were going to take place, they tried to get local skaters, and Dangerous, you were actually involved in, in the boot camp. I was, it was absolutely amazing. The um, the, the best thing for me personally was the, the bond of all the Australian skaters, was everybody kind of rocked up, at first we were a bit overwhelmed by the awesomeness of the track and the environment and um but then when we started to kind of get amongst it and first of all just start starting to talk amongst the skaters and then the opportunity to be able to train with everybody doing something together that none of us had done before or the majority of us hadn't done before um it just kind of brought everybody together and the the teamwork that kind of evolved amongst all the interleague skaters and everything was pretty incredible and we just, uh, just uh, now you were saying to us before we started the podcast, you you actually hold a little bit of a uh, poignant moment in uh, roller derby history in Australia as that's right. Uh, when we oh, we actually um, a few of us got to do a bit of promo stuff with um, like some 
TV and radio media and, and stuff. Podcast and, and podcast people, yeah. yes, definitely. Yeah, okay. The best podcast people. Um, <laughs> it's number one, I believe. That's right. Uh, um, change is number one. <laughs> Just want to point that out now. Uh, so, um, <laughs> Zealand. <laughs> Susie Powell and I were uh, the very first Australian skaters to set foot on the track, and it was a very special moment for both of us. So we held hands and, and stepped on the track together. To share the moment, it was quite beautiful. Yeah. I love But just the uh, like adapting to the bank track for somebody who had never stepped foot on a bank track before was really weird. It, awesome, but weird. Um, all of the things, it, like because, obviously, because the the shape of the track and the way you use your legs and your feet is very different. So everybody. Focuses very much on like right snow plows, uh, the way you like use the angles of the track and everything. The very first thing, or one of the first things we learnt was to like focus on the left snow plow, which is very, very foreign to all of us. But so even things like that in the before we even set foot on the bank track was just everybody being out of their comfort zone, which is really, really cool. Um, but the coaches were really supportive of everyone. It was very, very fast paced because it was wasn't just a boot camp, it was a triad at the same time, so they just had to keep everything moving. And yeah, With it being so fast-paced, did you feel um, that you, your, your learning was rushed, or did you feel like you spoke for them? I think it... Uh, some people, I think, felt it was rushed, but um, a lot of people... Well, definitely, I felt that it was... You did, like, you didn't sort of get hung up on things and didn't overanalyze things too much. You just had to sort of keep moving and keep learning and, and just enjoy it rather than overanalyzing things too much, which is really, really cool. I have to say, uh, one of the cool things uh, on Facebook, uh, photos, you, you were very prolific of putting up photos of, uh, of boot camp and everything, and just every Australian that was in the photo was beaming. Oh, like no yeah. no one no one looked staunch or like yeah no, I, I, I'm a hardcore I'm yeah. everyone's like cheesy big smiles like oh my god this is the best thing in the world. Yeah, the day that um, we got to do the PR <laughs> the PR thing uh, we talked to Danger and she was like I'm thinking to be looking really mean in all these photos. Yeah. I can't wipe this yeah. stupid smile off my yeah. face. I'm like you all look so flippin' happy. Yeah. Yeah, like just take it down and off. The, yeah. the best one I've seen was um, I got to I got to go skate on the track with Danger and Pow and a couple of the other girls from Western Sydney and Sydney, and um, which was an awesome honour. Thank you, Margie. Um, Captain Rats from SRDL. Oh. <laughs> the happiest <laughs> skater on the planet. For the, for, the first, for the start, with the girls first went on the track and were skating around, I, I, I was stood off the side and I was watching with Margie who um, organised RDX and came up with the brainchild of it and all that kind of stuff. I was standing there talking to her and I was just watching the girls skate around. And no joke, Captain Rats, man, she could have caught flies in her mouth. It was just beaming. It was awesome. ridiculous. And she, and she could not stop smoking the entire night. And then the following days at the boot camp, I was like, big, smash, massive grin. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Stop smiling, girl. How did do you, are you aware at all about how the selection process happened as far as picking that 45 skaters to participate? Yeah, the, uh, uh Betty Bamalan, um, reviewed quite a bit of footage and um, I don't know exactly who was involved in the selections apart from her but um, was lots of um, peer review stuff and she basically approached each of the leagues with a list of skaters that they wanted to invite to the boot camp and offered the leagues to have some input as well if they wanted to add anyone for consideration to the list. Um, I think most of the leagues 
pretty much kept who was on their list. They were actually pretty switched on in mm. everybody they picked. I thought it was. Yeah, well, they gave they gave me the list for my for the for the dockyard dames. The five girls they selected, and I instantly looked at that list and just went, yes, 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 that's my five choice. Bam, there you go. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I had no part in the choice of who we would go, but they gave me the list, and I looked at the five girls, and they were the five girls I would send. It was a pretty good testament to um, all of the internet media coverage, the... Um, Bout reviews, podcasts, like obviously like DNN footage, like they were obviously very well connected with what was going on, especially um, TGSS I think had a big part in the footage they reviewed. Thank you, Um, Vera. Yes, thank you, (laughs) Vera. Thank you, Um, But um, they obviously did their research and it just goes to show how easy it is for people in other countries to be very much in touch with what's going on here, as much as it is for us to be in touch with what's going on over there. it's, It's good for... Mm. International feel like Derby. Being watched. Yeah, <laughs> you are. Don't worry about that. Actually, I think you might have been on our list. Yeah. <laughs> you can handle yeah. it. Yeah. I'm not only I'm not only slow. I'm also wobbly. <laughs> it ended up being um, four girls from each state, basically making it onto the onto the rosters for the night. And keeping it local, and on the mic they actually played up how like the local aspect of it was the biggest, like shortstop and Freda and um, Powell and and Freddie Slit, not Freddie, sorry, Shaggy Frog, ended up getting the biggest mm-hmm. cheers out yeah. of out of even over Gotham and LA, which was really good to see. And one thing that I'm really glad about, like obviously just seeing that caliber of derby in Australia was great, but we talked about in a podcast that. He's probably lost now. <laughs> Recorded but never released. Was um, I started worrying about is Australia going to look like a pack of fucking whingers because some of the negativity that was coming out, not only against RDX but against Rollercon as well. Like yes. so much of the negativity, and unfortunately, it's it's on Facebook, mm. and that's what it's in writing, and you only see the bad stuff. You, you know, no one's going to jump on Facebook to do all the the gushing sort of things mm. like that. It makes me so upset. Yeah. Like, you know, everybody behind RDX, like, initially mm. we were in the dark and mm. we didn't really learn much about it. We didn't un- understand how much they wanted mm. it for us mm. and how much it was going to grow mm. for us. And then as we all did, we got involved and we went to the PR thing and they were like, the track's staying here. Mm. We've made a boot camp. Mm. Like, we're going to freaking mm. help you guys as much as we can. And the same as Rollercon. Like, at the beginning, we're like, it's so expensive. It's so fun. Uh, we're also going to get to skate with, you know, Jackie Daniels, Amanda Bryant, like... Arson Jump. Arson Jump. And you look at it this way, like, to go to Vegas, you're looking at, what, four grand for flights, and you've got accommodation, food, your pass, all the alcohol. Americans I, that deal with that. No Arson Jump. No Arson Jump. And then people were complaining about $250. I also love the fact that it was, like... All the complaining happened after it sold out. As well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, so expensive. Oh, I see. They're doing an air thrust. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I was worried that the Americans will just go, fuck Australia. They really did. Yeah. 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 And that's very, very... With, with, yeah. with RDX or with um, Rollercon? With Rollercon. 
very, very that crushes that crushes mm. me completely, especially after having such an amazing first day mm. where people absolutely mm. embraced it and like just sucked it up and went, it's actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I'll, <laughs> I'll point out all the Kiwis were positive, so you know for all the parts looking for a number down under. Yeah. Roll, roll, roll a con Otara. Yeah, bro. Some We can make some money because your dollar is worse than the American dollar. Worse than everything. It's the Pacific peso. <laughs> I guess kind of the moral of the story might be just until you see it or until you can you know, yeah, judge it firsthand. Yeah. A lot of the, the negativity I think comes from like people not knowing what to expect yeah. and they don't also understand from, the benefits. It also comes from people, this is the amazing thing, it comes from people who aren't even going. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Derby people are suspicious. Mm. What? You're coming You're coming to touch my derby? Mm. I've worked hard for this. I've mm. built my little league in my tiny little town and have my little fucking leisure centre where I sell $10 tickets and you're coming into this and you're not telling me about mm. it? And then you're charging $200? Honestly, my biggest thing is two of the greatest roller derby teams in the world came to Australia. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty big. Get deal. over it. Snaps. Body fucking thunders. Yeah. Susie, Susie Hot Rod. Oh, yeah. Um, she B League from me. LA Derby Dolls. B League was amazing. Yes. The body thunders, man. Dude. Sorry. I don't know what's much American role in but wow. WFT. Yes. WFT. She Facebooked me at one stage. Barbecue. Susie Hot Rod said hi. I was like, We were lucky enough to interview V Lee and V Lee is by far one of the fucking coolest people I have ever met. Like, and Bombshell as well. She's yeah. more amazing. She's got her arm around me. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I'm just showing her a podcast. And also, they were good enough when they were here in Brisbane. They came to the Sunstate Grand Final. Yeah. And she, the uh, Sunstate Girls won. I think you mentioned to me one stage that um, the RDX people actually went to your um, did, Newcastle yeah. versus Auckland game. And they that did. was amazing support yeah. for the local leagues. And they, they proved... They put their money with them out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they like they got us quite a bit of exposure. We got the biggest and best article. Not maybe not the best, but the, you're over uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. we had like. Can I just add on top of that that um, a certain number one podcast in Australia didn't come to the night about? They were because busy. we had our own. <laughs> Right. Section about we have our biggest bout of the year. I'm not asking. Well, well, hang on, hang on. I'd, I'd like to take a moment here and say, well, a member of this podcast could have come if someone invited them. Come on. Alright, uh, how about next time we fucking talk about when we want to have bouts, yeah? No, I'm not like, do you have a Google Doc? I'm putting it out, I'm putting it out here. Me and Mel have got something set up in the works. Something special? Something special. It's gonna happen if we ever get to fucking commentate a game together. So maybe, maybe you guys should talk to us, okay? Can I also add on top of that, um, just back to RDX? Unfortunately, um, Dump Truck was meant to commentate yeah, the yeah, three yeah, shows. Yeah. Unfortunately, there was an issue with his passport, actually. and he couldn't come to Australia. Oh, you know more. It was actually an issue with his visa. So when his visa got issued, they issued the wrong visa. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah he unfortunately couldn't come home, which is 
Which sucks because Dump Truck is amazing and I want to have sex with his voice. <laughs> Just his voice. Just his voice. Oh, no. God, no, he's an attractive man. I bet he's hot pants. Oh, those, those yeah. hot pants. Yeah. That's for you. Yeah. Um, but unfo- yeah, unfortunately, out of, that, out of that bad situation came a good glimmer of light because um, Newcastle, Newcastle's own commentator, um, Maladjusted, or just Mal, um, got pulled up from the little leagues and got to commentate in front of all those people in three different cities across Australia. He owned uh, it. He fucking yeah. owned it. He got his pink pimp suit out. He rocked that shit like a motherfucker. It was fantastic. And part and of that too was Margie coming to our no. bout as well and seeing him in action and, and just showing that our Australian commentators stand up with the best. Oh, absolutely. And and to be fair, and New Zealand commentators. Yeah, well, no, no. Uh, to be fair, on the on this podcast, we have you know we have the utmost respect for Mel. I um I first got to announce with him at the grand final of the first TGSS, and uh, and it was amazing. And uh, having it was an amazing moment having a Kiwi, an Aussie, and an American on the on the call for TGSS. And three of us trying to explain the difference between a jandal, a thong, and a flip flop. Yeah. <laughs> it's called a thong, buddy. It's called it's, it's a thong. It's a jandal. No. I'm sorry, it's a plugger. It's a, it's a plugger. Oh, it's a plugger. Whoa, whoa, whoa. For those of you who, know who can't see, I'm pulling my thong off here. Ah, oh, single pluggers. Oh. The part that goes over your foot to near the heel is held onto by a plug. Therefore, it's a plugger, and then you Where can get, you get, the, you can get the industrial ones, which are double pluggers. Okay. Double they pluggers. have two pluggers. Trainee tool. Okay. Someone's fluffy with that. Thing. I was going <laughs> to say, this is in fact a Japanese sandal. So, <laughs> a jandal. Racist. Boom. And also, and also, I do. I actually work for a shoe retailer that is online, and he's very good. Um, and that is a thong. <laughs> to be fair, if, if an American ordered this from you and you said it was a thong, they would be very uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> But also in South Auckland, this is a deadly weapon. Uh, that of, is a of deadly chi- weapon of child of child discipline. Thrown with amazing accuracy and speed. If you were a immigrant to Australia, you were attacked by a thong, hands down. My abuela, accurate. Anyway, we're getting off topic. We love Mel. Um, both me and Kahuna have the utmost respect. We have both called uh, matches with Mel, and we were really happy. I in fact, I was really jealous. Yeah, I, 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 fuck Mel. Yeah, I, I personally messaged. I, I personally messaged Mel and uh, told him how proud I was so of him I. because. I've I've had conversations with him where where he's actually doubted his uh, his ability sometimes because Never. because people are you know people especially announcers sometimes you know we have no idea where we stand and I I I was so happy that the international community actually got to see Mel mm-hmm. at his best and I can't, I I can't wait awesome. I can't wait to speak to Mel about RDX like this was the utmost honor like originally like from what I understand what I read on Facebook and whatever. He was only initially this to Sydney, yeah, so, yeah, and, then, right. and then and then it just happened to be all three mm. cities, and he was ha- mm. lucky enough to be able to get the time off mm. work and organise it. Like, just the the pride, mm. like just 
It's the overwhelming emotion of, oh my god, I'm fucking calling Gotham, mm. like, LA. Like, this is intense. This is big for me. From my little, you know, smash mm. cell cats to this. Were you guys proud? Oh, amazing. Mm. Yeah, he was proud, really, man. really, Ridiculously yeah. proud. Held his own. And for him to, um, Gotham is his utmost favourite team. Oh, like, yeah. I love them. He has a poster at his office of work yeah. of the Gotham. <laughs> All the girls. Oh, yeah. if, oh, if, you can, if you can go on Facebook, I think it was Roaring Storm photography had a photo of Mel standing on the side, on the top of the track introducing the girls yeah, skating I, I, out. Ivy Anarchy. Ivy Anarchy, is So acid photography? Is that Sweet, acid. Acid. Sweet acid, yeah. Um, he's got his hand outstretched. He's got his little ear pierced microphone, I think. Oh, no, he had a hand mic. And he's got his head outstretched, fingers wide, all that kind of thing. And then the shot is of his face and then in the background you can see the giant, like this Big ass friggin' LCD screen thing they had on, and it's his face, like just mm. giant inside behind. <laughs> it is the most amazing photography. And if you can find it on Facebook, I'm sure it's been passed around. I can't find it. Like it gives you shivers <laughs> just looking at the photo. It's awesome. That's so cool. So fucking cool. One thing that I I, I sit and I think and I do a lot of weird shit like that, but. I was um when I did the maths and I found that over the last twelve to eighteen months we started with um the hot rod honeys coming to the and we're like this is the biggest fucking thing in Derby, right? And then it was Rat City. And then now we're getting things like That's RDX weird. and we're getting rolling con down under. What's and next? It's just been such a roll. Beta? For roll What's next? What's happening next, Beta? Derby on the moon, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> but we've it's been rolling. spoiled and it's been a hell of a 2012. Roll con down under in Caloundra is a fucking awesome mm. way to finish. It is the icing on the it's, it's a big prop to all the American trainers and all that kind of stuff that come because it's not a small trip to come to Australia for them. It's like a good eight, 17 hours flight or something no, like that. So massive props to all them and all the teams that come out throughout this year, like, like, um, Kahuna just said, like, it's a long way to travel for those teams to come out and play one game or have three days of training sort of thing. So big props. Thank you very much. With, and the thing with the coaches, they didn't just come for rollerpin as well. They stopped at leagues locally yeah. and did things. Like we yeah. had Dirty Deborah oh, Harris day with us. Yeah, we and out. we drove to the airport. <laughs> and and did a boot camp with um, Blue Mountain Roller Derby, which are yeah. a really new league. So, and yeah, it's just amazing that they can do that. Like um, Mercy went to New Zealand. Oh, uh, yes. And Mixed Swagger. Mixed Swagger. Mixed Swagger. I have the biggest crash on her. <laughs> hey, well, Nons, so there nice. is a boot camp in Auckland, mm-hmm. and you can crash at my place mm-hmm. if you want to come to the Mixed Swagger. Oh, I'm drunk also, okay. so I'm in. <laughs> but I guess one of the things that we always do at the start of a Viva Derby podcast is shout outs. Mm-hmm. We might take this opportunity, we said our thanks to Vaderella, but Vader, who do you want to sort of send shout outs to over the course of this um, roller con? Everyone who bought a ticket and took a chance on, you know? Oh, um, no, no, seriously, it was difficult. Um, there were times that we were like, wow, the reception, do we, do we, do we call it? Do we just go, no, can I lost this and run? And we just kept going. It's like, no, we sold out in 10 days. And I just said, it's the silent majority. It's the people who are complaining. They're not coming. Um, and I also, I hear what they say. I, I, you know, I'll always listen to anyone who wants to say something. But if you can then offer me a solution, like let's build this shit. And so thank you every single person that volunteered, that paid for a ticket, that got their fucking ass here and made some fucking history. Good on you guys. What? what? Yeah. If 
everyone else is dead, you're fucking missing out because Royal Scott Dad is the awesomeness. bomb. Yeah. But any other shout outs? Anyone meet people, cool people today? No, you get any fans? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I lie. I lie. I lie. I just rocked up to register yesterday on, on Thursday, the first day of sort of registration. And I officially get to meet, um, I got to meet Helen Sunday and she just ran up to me. Oh my god, it's been happening. Oh my god. <laughs> Which is like, I have no fans. Um, that was really nice. And, and Dodge, Dodge was also Everyone who listens. Well, no. See that was on Facebook. It just no. It's okay. It's alright. It's alright. I'm not recognizing you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna call you on something. Oh shit! <laughs> I sent you uh, when we were organizing uh, stuff. Right. I sent you an email to your Viva La Derby uh, email address. Nope. And That's she, not she, she emails me back. It's like I don't have a Viva La Derby email address. This is why you have no fans. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag check your mail. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit shit with technology, so I'm just yeah, I'm not very good with that. But thank you, um, big shout out to just the people who organised this whole thing. It's just you know I got to go to Vegas this year, and you know all of you know that I broke my ankle there and. This is the uh, ha uh, uh, <laughs> you six stitches yeah. in the eyebrow, boys. Uh, I think it's begging of Yeah, back. I was half bitch. I did it in a fucking poet mixed class English Spanish thing. It was intense. Anyway, <laughs> Spanish. It was, a Spanish. It, was, it was a lot of Mexicans in there. And I was doing the translating. Because <laughs> you're Mexican. Yeah, because I'm Mexican. But you know, this is this is technically my first weekend back at skating, and you know, regardless of there being too many people here, and I'm not going to skate. It's just an honour to be here and to see the eagerness and to see the people from you know lower levels. Some of our our girls, you know, oh, who we affectionately call Spawny. Um, yeah, you know, first out, fresh meat out. First fresh meat out was today. Oh, same as our the home girl Helen Sunday was her first um, bout today. And thank you for giving us the opportunity to have those things. Thank you for giving us the opportunity of having the star shows, pussy whips. You know, to to for me to volunteer and to be able to help in such a shitty small way, and I feel so insignificant to this amazing huge thing that is happening around me. And I hope to God people support this and fucking volunteer. Because yes, our volunteers, this shit will not happen. Angry. It's like emo. Man. I am so emo. I'm drunk. <laughs> We're drinking vodka for six hours. Any other shout outs? Um, yeah, I've got two actually. Um, number one goes to the St. John's Ambo guy who cut <laughs> yeah. my head. Because. He uh he done a fantastic. Even the doctor when I got to the hospital said so that guy done a fantastic job. And I got to I got to a kind of point where my body started to come out of the whole adrenaline of the whole situation, and I started to feel like I was about to vomit and all that kind of stuff. Taught me through it. It was awesome. He done an excellent job. And um, my other shout out goes to Debris and Too Tall from Derby Heaven. I got new skates on. Uh, Wednesday night, they were packing, they were packing their gear to bring it up to Rollercon that night. They were there till 12 o'clock. Uh, they stayed and done my skates. They attached awesome. the different plates that would normally come to it, to the uh, boots, and they put in a lot of effort to get their skates ready for me. So massive props to them. 
They, they weren't people proof though. Yeah. No, it's not people No. So that's it. I'm going to take that off you now. Um, you, 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 yeah, you need to get that. Instead of hard wheels, you need to get fucking like wheels with fucking tires. These little back truck things at the back with the ladies on them. I'd like to give a shout out to Ivana as well. Playing with. Yeah. Apart from. The, all of the amazing stuff she's done to get Roller come happening with Vader and everybody else involved. Um, just having her playing with us in the Pussy Whips was absolutely amazing. She just brought so much to the team, positivity, fun, but just speaking that universal language of Derby and like we all, we all had the same goals and want to do the same things and just, yeah, having her there on the floor with us amongst it. One of us was absolutely fucking awesome. One of us. Uh, she, yeah. she actually, uh, she actually cared. Like, um, she came up to me before the bout, half, half time and after the bout, making sure that I was okay because of my head injury. Uh, where Danger pushed me off the balcony last Thank night. Um, and yeah, she came up and made sure I was okay, checked that I was okay, and she generally cared that I was okay, which was random because I'd never met the woman before the Pussy Whips Massage and Arts game. Yeah, I didn't That's even awesome. know what she looked like. I didn't even know it was her until after the game. Well, when Danger's gone, that was her. I was like, Before Pistachio's Pussy started, there was a drink spill very close to us. And it made an absolute kerfuffle. was a mess everywhere. And I saw someone with a mop. So I just walked up to them and went, hey, there's been a bit of a drink spill. Can I grab your mop and I'll just clean it up? And I grabbed the mop and I walked away and I cleaned it up and I came back. And then I realized it was dish. It was true tradition. I went, you're like fucking organizing this whole thing and you're here mopping up a track. That mm. says it all. Yeah. That moment says it all. my life. Yeah, I was like. Sitting in a, in a gold throne. No, far from it. Far. Shit. I saw Mercy go from registration, oh sorry, volunteer registration, frantically getting people in and sorting shit out to class, 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 to coming back, not breathing. I fucking threw a lolly in her mouth and eat this. And then she just kept on going. And I was like, who, who are these people? Where do they come from? They're just machines, absolute machines. I love drunk novels on the podcast. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I won't do this again, I promise. No, no, please do. Please do. It's awesome. You need to every time we record. Oh. Seven. <laughs> Seven? Yeah. Anyone else? I do have a shout-out. Okay. Support that. You don't have, you don't, you don't have, you honestly, you don't have to give me a shout-out. No, I'm next to you. Honestly, I'm not going to. Okay. <laughs> I just don't want to say it because it's going to bring uh, attention to me being drunk and putting on an American Just salute. Salute. <laughs> just do it. Do it. So Storm, Storm Drury has been nice enough to do something that I, I thought was just a funny <laughs> idea at the time, and he's made it happen. Um, while we were here at Team Media Pimp House, I, I decided that um, we should do a piss take of... MTV Cribs, <laughs> and uh, and he made it happen, man. One take, one take wonders, me and Noms. Oh yeah. Uh, um, and thanks for that. And actually, I have a second secondary shout out, shout out to add to that. Johnny, who has been our personal uh, chef for the last two days, made the most amazing pork belly uh, <laughs> today, and it was amazing and really. Uh, 
after a long day at Rollercon, this is the fucking greatest thing to go home to. So you have a mess sleep. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I forget I, to eat a Rollercon. I, 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 I literally had uh, had had a, a peanut butter sandwich since four thirty in the morning. So so coming home to Pork Belly, that was great. So thanks, Johnny. Anytime that the Viva uh, Derby travels, you are more than welcome. To he doesn't You can hear me from here though, right? <laughs> I dragged this year, I dragged Johnny to TGSS where we stayed at a tiny little caravan and he cooked. In North Creek. In North Creek. <laughs> I dragged him to Rollcon Vegas where I broke my ankle and he proposed, which is fucking crazy weekend of holiday. And now I've dragged him to Rollcon Cloud Joint. Johnny doesn't skate. Johnny doesn't watch Derby. Johnny doesn't do any of these things. Any Johnny had an MVP past that. Yeah. yeah we sorted that out fairly fucking quickly. But he just comes and he talks and he hangs out with my friends and he, he just takes in all the Derby that I fucking dish out. So I, I'm very lucky and I've trained him well. You're very lucky. <laughs> I want to send a shout out to everyone that just makes the whole weekend fun like all the smiling faces everyone who's here right now yeah all the guests on the podcast but for someone whose name is Nigel I have a lot of fucking friends and I I dig that Um, the Bob Noxious seminar the announcing when I won on the way out like the next class was coming in for smiling fans and I high fived every person walking in the door (laughs) smiling faces it was so much fun but thank you to everyone who's um you know, shed a smile and sort of made it fun overall over the weekend. But we're going to wrap it up. Oh, yeah. Wait, have we all done shout-outs? Oh, um, I want to give a shout-out to the guy who's selling potato on a stick. And kumara yeah. on a stick as well. That was, yeah, that that was the most kumara. amazing thing I've ever eaten. And I also want to give a shout-out to my carnivores. The first game at the first rollercon in Australia. You bitches rule. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's Rollercon down under. Animal. Oh, everyone's already said like all the stuff. That no, no, you get one. You got one. You got. I don't know. I don't have one. It would be like everyone who's made Rollercon happen. So can, can I? Can I say a sorry? Yeah. Oh. I, I would like to say a sorry to the dark side, which was one of the bouts for days of Rebels vs. Dark Side. Unfortunately, I was meant to play in the bout, but unfortunately, I was in the hospital. So sorry to you. Guys. Playing the pebble. I think you should play the pebble. Really. It's all right. Dark side. That was a rebellion. That's that was a rebel yeah. alliance pebble. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's Bigler Derby episode whatever. I don't know what we call it. Eighteen point one episode Spring Breeze. What the shit? No, we talk about this. We're not using numbers anymore because we don't put them out regularly enough. Can we just call it episode Caliandra? It's Summer Gun. Summer Gun. Before you go, I want to do one social shameless self promotion. Grand Slam TV is coming back next year. Yes. Yeah, like that bitch. That's a big thing. First announced on Viva La Derby, number one. In Australasian New Zealand. I'm talking with my finger to the microphone. Until next time, I'm a big girl. I'm Denominator. I'm Hell on Sunday. I'm my bride. I'm Beta Roller. I'm Dangerous. I'm Austin Jala. You are.